Hey folks, welcome to Human Performance Bites. As you know, I'm a huge gamer and also a learning nerd. And so in this week's episode, I jump into one of my favorite topics, how to make learning fun using game design. We're gonna cover the science behind game design and understand what it is, and look at ways to apply this to learning to help make learning more engaging and retain information for longer. Now, as you might know, I'm a huge gamer, and most of the engineering team at my company, Verti, come from game development backgrounds. One of the reasons I chose to do orthopedic surgery was that elements of operating are very much like a video game in terms of challenge, controls, and rewards. Consequently, I became obsessed about how we can apply video game design and psychology to learning and to building the product at Verti. Game design is all about the rules, gameplay, and player experience and emotion within a game. Game design is not gamification, which is about using elements such as point scoring, competing with others, and rewards to make a product or learning experience more engaging. While gamification elements are incorporated into game design, they should be part of it rather than be used alone. To illustrate this point, game designer and developer Robert Zubek defines game design in his book Elements of Game Design by breaking it down to its elements, which he says are the following. Game mechanics and systems, which are the rules and objects in the game. Think environment and toys. Gameplay, which is the interaction between the player and the mechanics and systems. Think goals and controls. And the player experience, which is how users feel when they're playing the game. Think emotions and flow state. It's important that the game mechanics are relevant to the learner, the rules clear, and the way they interact with the game easy and obvious. The objects or toys within a game should be fun and playful, and the learner should never feel frustrated with the rules of the game or the way they interact with the game itself. Action should be obvious and easy, and feedback should be clear and concise to help the learner improve. Consider how you are currently learning. Is it fun highlighting notes? Is it obvious what you don't know and need to learn? Is any feedback or challenge being provided? Importantly, the environment the learner is placed in needs to be safe and enjoyable and conducive to learning and growth. Gamification elements can be considered toys and part of game mechanics. In learning, elements such as leaderboards, points and streaks can be employed effectively to motivate the learner to beat their own previous score or streak and the score or streak of others. These elements assist users with goal setting, boost competition and provide feedback. Leaderboards should be designed such that they are relevant and compare learners with peers of the same skill level and time period spent learning, such that learners are not demotivated by perceived poor performance. Game mechanics and systems should provide the learner with clear rules and fun toys to interact with. They should support failure and encourage attempts and be directly relevant to the learner and their learning goals. Designing gameplay well is considered by researchers to be crucial for effective game design. Gameplay itself can be thought of consisting of goals for players to achieve, non-trivial challenges that players overcome in order to accomplish those goals, the actions that players perform to overcome those challenges, and the choices that players make about what action to perform and when to perform it. Controls are how the learner interacts with the game and the feedback they receive. Think of a fighting game like Street Fighter. Similar to a real martial art, the button combos are challenging to learn, but players are motivated to do so in the short term by the visual feedback of the moves successfully performed and the bigger challenge of beating their opponent. Designing gameplay well is considered by researchers to be crucial for effective game design. Gameplay itself 
can be thought of consisting of goals for players to achieve, non-trivial challenges that players overcome in order to accomplish those goals, the actions that players perform to overcome those challenges, and the choices that players make about what action to perform and when to perform it. Controls are how the learner interacts with the game and the feedback they receive. Think of a fighting game like Street Fighter. Similar to a real martial art, the button combos are challenging to learn, but players are motivated to do so in the short term by the visual feedback of the move successfully performed and the bigger challenge of beating their opponent. For game design and learning, we want the learner to enter a flow state in which they can derive great joy from a learning activity. Flow is a state of optimal experience and intrinsic motivation available to any person regardless of age, gender or cultural background. The main criterion for creating the flow experience in a game is to have a balance between the difficulty of tasks for players to accomplish and the level of their ability or skill to accomplish those tasks. Tasks that are too difficult for players to perform will result in frustration. Tasks that are too easy will require little effort and will result in boredom. In both cases, players lose their motivation to play the game. Now, while a lot of what we have discussed has been game design theory, there are some key simple concepts that you can add into your own learning practice as a student, learner or teacher. Firstly, use fun toys and your own learning mechanics. Decide how you're going to learn. We've already seen that active recall and spaced repetition offer the quickest ways to learn and choosing whether you're going to use a digital study tool or create your own handwritten note cards and quizzes is effectively you being a game designer and selecting your toys or objects to interact with before you start. Next, set your goals and your controls. Creating a curriculum or study timetable that challenges and rewards you and tests more advanced applied knowledge as you learn will keep you interested, motivated and satisfied with learning challenges. Next, consider flow state and habit. Make your learning and studying easy to get you into a flow state by removing any barriers and ensuring that you know what to do next, know how to do it, are free from distractions, get clear and immediate feedback and feel a balance between skill and challenge. A great way to do this is to set reminders, external triggers initially, to study for a set period of time at the same time each day. This might be a simple calendar reminder or note on your phone. Having your study area prepared and laid out and the topics you'll be studying and the method for studying prepared the night before means that you can immediately dive into studying with minimal resistance. You should plan to use active recall and testing to receive immediate feedback and plan topics that you have not yet mastered and set realistic goals that challenge you for the study session, such as applying your knowledge. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed that bite, be sure to check out the longer dive on my YouTube channel by going to www.verti.com forward slash Alex or following me on socials at Alexander F. Young. Keep learning, stay productive, and I'll catch you again next time.